Welcome to Stay Forth Leadership Podcast for the Leverage Series, where we're going to help you leverage four key things so you can keep growing as a leader. Here's what I've observed. Great leaders know that they need to leverage a few key things and that trying to be great at everything is always a losing battle. People often ask me, what are a few things I can do that will bring the greatest return to my leadership? I love that question. And I'm going to bring you those right here on the podcast. This four-week mini-series will give you levers, things you can leverage to pull and to see exponential gains in your leadership. And this holiday season is a great chance to work ahead right now for 2024, to invest in some things that are going to pay off for you later. Now think about these four leverage points as your year-end leadership coaching. If you do the work, you will see major gains in these four areas. Let's dive in. Hey friends, before we dive into episode one of the Leverage series, I want to give you a disclaimer. This series is not just content. We're going to bring you questions that we want you to reflect on that are going to lead to greater thoughts that are going to include homework. Yes, I said homework. The goal is during this holiday season that you would grow in four vital areas. Now, these areas are really key to your life and leadership, and I'm sorry I don't have a switch. You can't just pull this switch, and then everything is great. And so when we talk about a lever, it is going to take some serious work to be able to pull, but I promise you, once you've done the work, you are going to see gains from that. The goal of this series is not just new information but fresh transformation. And this isn't just one more book to listen to on Audible, but it's a chance to reflect on your leadership, like your life and leadership right now, not what you hope it is, but what it actually is right now, so you can actually lead with greater clarity and courage. What a great time to grow right now in this holiday season. So here we are, episode one, leveraging your unique design. I coach leaders with most of my week. I absolutely love that I get to help leaders become great at what they're doing. Now, how do I do that? Largely through work around clarity. And it involves some reflection on their own. It involves some tools. But largely, this involves me asking them questions. These questions force them to respond and make decisions. And then ultimately, this clarity can lead them to courageous next steps. I actually won't coach leaders that won't take next steps, period. It's that simple. People grow by taking the next right step. So I want you to feel like this is a coaching session mixed with a training, mixed with a journaling session at your favorite coffee shop. So grab your Cortado or Caramel Macchiato and your journal and let's grow your leadership. Have you ever seen somebody who is just in their leadership zone? They're not just doing one or two things really well, but they're working with the grain of who they are, like who they are made to be each week. They seem fulfilled and they're having an impact on other people. Now, I know a guy named Brad and he's just doing what he was put on this earth to do. And he's living much of his life. It's like there's this swirl around him, this atmosphere he creates around him because much of his week, he's doing what he's been put on this earth to do. And he's kind of spinning around this axis with, with other people that he even pulls into this. If you know a leader like that, kind of keep them in your mind. And here's what I know is that if you want to pull levers in your life and leadership, you have to start with yourself. 
It is shocking to me how few leaders are able to describe their uniqueness, like what makes them different. Now, these are incredible leaders. They're intuitively adding value to those around them. They're in high positions. You would probably even call them catalytic leaders. They're models for other people looking at but they often struggle to name how they are unique. Now, many times we deal with this in the coaching process, and this is a turning point, but I will say it doesn't usually start here. So this is a high level activity that will take some time. It may take you five or six or seven versions of this draft until you feel like, yes, I've really nailed it, but we're going for progress here. Not perfect. As I observe a lot of leaders in different fields, I've noticed that the great leaders and the healthy leaders, they know who they are. They know who they are. They know how they're wired up. They can describe that to other people, and therefore, they also know who they aren't. Now, what's interesting is they're grounded, and they understand who they are. They understand what they're amazing at, but they aren't prideful about it. They're not prideful about their uniqueness, but they know it. They named it, and therefore, they can leverage it. But they're also very aware of their weaknesses and struggles. I've found that these two really work together. When I realize what I'm uniquely designed to do, I also realize what I am not designed to do. And I could tell you five or six of those things right now that end up draining my energy. Um, I don't add much impact to other people through them. They frustrate me in the process. And ultimately, if I do too much of them in the course of the day, I kind of go home grumpy at the end of the day. Now, these leaders will often say a phrase like, yeah, I can do that, but I'm not great at that. Or, yeah, I've learned those skills over time, but that's not my greatest contribution. That's what we're going for here. Not the fact that you could get good at 15 different skills, but what are the few things that you are amazing at? And we use the phrase, uniquely designed to do. Here's an axiom we use at Stay Forth. Live and lead from your unique design. We're not just talking about leadership here, but when you combine those and you're living and leading from this place of unique design, something beautiful happens. And Jim Collins talks about this flywheel that business leaders start to turn and it feels so hard to launch the thing up front, so hard to get the thing together, so hard to get momentum. And then once you do, you can't stop that momentum. That's what I've experienced in leaders who name and then begin to leverage their unique design. I could tell you there was a season where I understood more and more why God put me here on this earth and how that can best serve other people. And once that flywheel started to spin, I could leverage that more and more. Does that mean it's easy? Of course not. Does that mean I don't have to work at it? Of course not. But it means that it takes a while to get there and it may take you a while to get there. And once you do, man, some beautiful things happen. So I think about my friend Brad. Brad did not get there overnight. He got there very intentionally. And each year, I believe he leveraged that more and more. And he has a deep fulfillment in what he does. He also experiences fruit on other people. So let's break down this phrase, unique design. First of all, the word unique. This means it's special to you. In short, not everyone can do the things that you can do. Not everyone gets excited about the things that you get excited about. This is unique to you. And that second word, design, design is about form and function. I'm fascinated with design thinking. One of my favorite books is about change and design. Actually, several of my favorite books are around change and design. 
when we look at the change process, we have to look at design. So form and function or beauty and practicality, we want and need life and leadership that's both functional and has a spark. I'm not gonna explain those too much there, but just think about like you wanna get out of bed, you're passionate and excited about these things, but it's also gotta work. It's also gotta hold down the job long-term. It's also gotta add value to other people. We're not just getting up to be able to read at a coffee shop 100% of the time or go hiking outside by yourself 100% of the time. Just because you're passionate about it doesn't mean that it is practical or helpful for other people. Just because it's practical to you and you're adding value to other people doesn't mean it has a spark for you. So here is the key foundational principle below what we're talking about today. You can't leverage what you haven't named. Think about that. You can't leverage something that you haven't named. So it's really important that as I lead you through this process of reflection, you're going to hear background music. You're going to have some time to reflect on this. I'm going to lead you through these exercises of reflection. So pull your journal out and get time to be able to write these questions. Think about them. You can hit pause if you need more time, but we are going to give you some time to think, which is the best stuff about this episode right here. And we're going to start with what I call the five uniques. First of all, your wiring. What six words describe how you are wired? Take some time to reflect on that. The second unique is your unique story. I want you to reflect on this. How did you get to the spot that you're at in life right now? How did you get to the spot you're at in life right now? Maybe you have five or six inflection points along the way of beautiful things that happen, five or six inflection points of tough things that have happened. For me, for example, uh, I had skin cancer at 15, then that impacted me in huge ways, and that was challenging for me. Uh, and also, I've had some incredible opportunities to have adventures across the world. Those have reflected in huge ways in my life, or I've reflected on them, and they've shaped me. So take some time to reflect on this. How did you get to the spot that you're at in life?
So we're going to build on your unique wiring and your unique story to talk about the third unique, your unique lens. How do you see the world? Reflect on that. What is the lens? What are, what are the glasses that you see the world through? Take some time to reflect on that. We're going to move to the fourth unique, your unique skills. Reflect on this. What unique talents do you have? Again, get really specific. They're unique to you. So that means that everybody doesn't have these. What unique talents do you have? You've reflected on your unique wiring, your unique story, your unique lens, your unique skills. And now we're going to move to the fifth unique of your unique style. How do you do your work differently than others? 
For example, I'm a leadership coach and a sabbatical coach and a working genius coach, but I do that work in a completely different way than other people in my field. This is what we want you to get specific on now. How do you do your work differently than others? Reflect on that. So that is a great foundation for the true exercise we're going to push into in a tool called the Unique Design Framework. Now, I developed this tool knowing that leaders have a hard time describing their uniqueness and therefore having a hard time leveraging it. I will have people out to Colorado for a three-day vision refresh, and during the vision refresh, we're really going at this unique design framework by looking back as we have, looking within and looking ahead. And so they leave those three days with a, a literal plan for how they are going to look ahead. But again, you can't leverage what you haven't named. So the unique design framework is laid out like this. So I'm going to lead you through this exercise where you're going to actually clarify your unique design with these questions. Again, you're building off of the foundation of those five uniques. So take a few moments to reflect on this. What activities am I passionate about and find deep meaning doing? These don't have to be activities that you have monetized or want to monetize, you would ever do for a job, but just think about activities I'm passionate about and find deep meaning doing. If this is connecting with friends, if this is going out into the wilderness, if this is fly fishing, if this is puzzles, if this is taking complex ideas and making them simpler, if this is reading novels, just make a list and go ahead and write those things down. Don't edit, just write what activities am I passionate about and find deep meaning doing. Take some time to reflect on that.
part two of the unique design framework is around gifting. I want you to name the activities that you're gifted at and others have affirmed. That last statement is really important that others have affirmed. So what activities are you gifted at and others have affirmed in you? Take some time to reflect on that. Now, part three of this unique design framework tool is actually where those two converge. What are some specific ways I can or do live out my unique design? We're going for specific ways that you can, so in the future, or you do currently live out your unique design. Maybe you put a passion together with an activity and you say, when those things come together, your passion and your gifting, some ways that you are living out your unique design. It's as if two rivers are coming together here, and we want the confluence of those and where it comes together. Spend a few minutes here on this. What are some specific ways I can or do live out my unique design? Now, as you're looking down at your journal below you, what I want you to do is circle a few that you're most passionate about from that first question. What are a few things you're most passionate? And then what are a few activities that you believe you're most gifted at? And then last, a few specific ways you can or do live out your unique design. Circle a few that you feel like, man, these are some of the very best ways for me. 
I know this can feel vulnerable, and that's why we want you to do this personally and privately before you actually take that to a team. But if you're struggling to see some of these things, you may need to ask a friend who's known you for a while. What am I amazing at? Ask them these questions. They're going to give you what I call the mirror effect. They're going to hold that mirror to you. You're going to see things you didn't see before, and the contours are incredibly helpful here. That reflection from other people. I had a guy that came up to me in a coffee shop. His name was Scott. He was new to town. And he said, Alan, others have said, if I want to connect with a leader in the city, then I need to meet with you. I've heard you're a connector. And that conversation, I remember literally where I was sitting in a Starbucks, that conversation changed my life because I'd never heard that word connector referred to as a person before. And then from that awareness, then I took new action and actually said, how do I become a better connector? How do I do this with wisdom? How do I make part of my week and my month and my year actually dedicated to connecting leaders? I just spoke in a networking group a little while ago, and I actually now co-lead this hub space, co-working space space right here in my own city of Colorado Springs. And I'm connecting leaders all throughout the week. It's actually a part of what I do. It doesn't mean because you are amazing at that, that you have to monetize it. But many times that can actually become part of your role, your current role or your future role. It's incredibly important to realize unique design. When unique design is present, again, the confluence of passion and gifting coming together. When I do that, I'm incredibly fulfilled and I see fruit. Other people connect. They do new things and partner up in new ways uh, because they know this person than they couldn't have before. And it's incredibly fulfilling. And it helps those two people push their mission forward. What is that for you? That's what we're getting at. Now, if you are struggling to know where to start and what are my gifts, I get this question a lot. How can we effectively explore our gifts? And you may have taken some assessments before, and I'll just say that my favorite assessment about how we work is called The Working Genius by The Table Group. Uh, I love these folks, and they're actually sponsoring our podcast uh, here in 2024. I do a lot of Working Genius trainings with teams and individuals. It's $25 well spent, friends. And so The Working Genius Assessment is a great way to start. Maybe you're a fan of Clifton Strengths, and you can take um, these strengths finders. Uh, maybe there are other assessments. So that's a great place to start. But how do we effectively explore gifts? Let me give you a couple ways to start. Again, take an assessment. This can give you an outside or objective look on this. The second is this, pay attention to what you pay attention to. What do I mean by that? Look for areas of joy or spark or attention. What's the thing that you do when you're not paid for it or you don't have to, but you just are that passionate about it? And whether it for you is going and browsing a certain section at Barnes and Noble, or it's the thing you stay late from work to do, um, even though you're not going to be paid any extra, you just love it. The thing you do on the weekend, pay attention to what you pay attention to. It's right under your nose. The third thing is look back in your life. What was true of you at age 13 and age 20 and age 25? Look back in your life. Sometimes life and responsibility and, and job and all these things can kind of beat these things out of us or at least erode them out of us. But looking back is really important. What were you excited about and doing at 13 and 20 and 23? What were you dreaming about for when you got older? That says something about your unique design. Some people have said, who were you before the world told you who you were. That's an incredibly important piece of your puzzle. 
The fourth thing is ask others. Again, the mirror effect is incredibly helpful here. And whether it's Scott speaking that into me at a Starbucks many years ago, whether that is somebody that says, you really are amazing with the way that you put words together or the way that you can simplify concepts or the way you connect with people or the way you talk naturally about money or causes or ideas, ask others what you are amazing at. The fifth piece is give yourself permission to experiment. Friends, give it a try. Take the expectations off. When you use that word experiment, you can try new things and say, huh, maybe I like that. I tried being a graphic designer for a season. I've got a pretty good eye and I did some pretty good work. No clients were unhappy with my work, but I honestly hated it. And I didn't know why until later. I couldn't name it, but I went, I don't like this at all. I don't like doing graphic design for clients. Once in a while, I'll do it for myself. And so I would just say this, friends, give it a try. Take the expectations off for a season and then analyze, did I like that? Was that internally fulfilling for me? Am I still passionate about it? And was that helpful to other people? Did they affirm my gifting there? The last one, number six, is pay attention to your anger. Pay attention to your anger. This may feel strange, but I want you to pay attention to something that angers you and then ask why. There's probably passion at the root of this. Maybe even there's purpose at the root of this, that you want to grow in that particular area. Here we are, my friends. We have an alarm. We are done with this episode of the podcast. And I just want to remind you, friends, that you are uniquely designed for impact, that God has put you on this earth for a reason. And if you are going to leverage that first, you're going to have to go through the process of naming it. So even though the alarm has gone off here at the end, I bet you're not done with this process. Go back tomorrow, go back in the next few days and spend some time here with your unique design. And through this framework, we hope to be able to build on this foundation next week as we want to leverage more things for you to be able to continue growing in your life and leadership. We'll catch you next week here on Stay Forth Leadership Podcast.